Welcome to the MTVR podcast. This is a four-part podcast series where we hear from different speakers about the theme Armor of God. Joining me today in our very first podcast is Reverend Juno Achin. Welcome Achin. Would you like to give a little introduction of yourself? Yeah, hello Cheryl and uh, thank you so much for having me uh, as part of the MTVR initiative this new year and I'm thrilled and happy that I'm also part of this uh, race. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to wish you, the organizers and all the participants, that you have a wonderful time. And may our initiative be a blessing to each and every one of us and to the parish and to the community at large. Thank you, Achin. Achin, are you, are you yourself taking part in any challenge? I am into, I mean, like, I have given my name, I have registered my name uh-huh. uh, for the 80-kilometer race. But Whoa. I don't know how I'm going to achieve that. I believe yes. in you, Achin. I think Thank you can you so do it. <laughs> yes, definitely. All right. So let's go straight into the theme that we're covering in this podcast, which is the armor of God. So this theme is taken from Ephesians 6, verse 13 to 18. And today we'll be focusing on verses 13 to 15 onwards. So Achin, do you have a general introduction about this theme you would like to share with us? Definitely, yes. Uh, the theme, uh, especially the passage of, uh, Ephesians 6, 13 to 15. It shows how can a Christian be victorious over Satan in spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. So this passage asserts that it is only in the strength of the Lord and his might that we can defeat Satan. So Apostle Paul wrote to the church uh, in Ephesus that they must put on the whole armor of God. The strength that the Lord provides for his people is putting on the armor piece by piece with prayer. Mm. We need every piece of armor God provides for us, beginning with integument. We start with the foundation of the revealed truth of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girdle, we need the doctrines of the Bible set securely at the base of our protection. And secondly, we put on a righteousness capable of being judged at every angle, the breastplate. So the devil aims to fuel our doubts by bringing up past sins and present iniquities. Christians must apply the breastplate of righteousness and protect themselves at every angle by looking to Jesus Christ on the cross. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, the passage says that Christians put on the preparation of the gospel of peace, the shoe. As quick as the enemy is, we must be quicker and more agile, prepared in the assurance of our salvation. All right. So for verse 13 of this passage in Ephesians, it says, um, I will say the verse, it says, Therefore put on the armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground after you have done everything to stand. So I have a question about um, this particular verse. It says, after you have done everything. What uh, what do you think, Achin, is the everything that Paul is referring to here? Okay, this verse uh, 13 also speaks of evil deed. Mm. So evil, is it a one-time occurrence uh, or, you know, it happens every day in our life? So Paul is exhorting the believers in the Ephesus uh, and also us uh, to put on the full armor of God so that we can resist attacks and the schemes of Satan. Mm -hmm. So if we are not clothed in God, we are going to be spiritual casualty. Having done everything means... We are encouraged to do everything to stand. So it is all through God's strengthening and provision that we can stand our ground against evil. But this does not mean that 
we are mere spectators in mm. the spiritual mm-hmm. warfare the phrase having done all to stand is a clear indication of our personal responsibility mm. so it means to prepare everything necessary and it talks about our responsibility to make sure that we put on the full armor of god and our task is to check that the essential elements of our faith which make up god's armor for us are constantly nurtured and practiced in our lives through the strengthening god continues to provide so what i would say is let not satan ruin our life and our witness mm-hmm. we should not let him take away our peace our joy our contentment we are called to resist and clothe ourselves with christ so that we may be able to stand firm on the truth of the word of god okay then my next question is in our everyday life um how do we go about demonstrating righteousness and especially since many of us are working from home and also in general when things go back to normal how can we perhaps carry out what these verses talking about putting on the armor of god god in particular the breastplate of righteousness how can we demonstrate this or how should we demonstrate this Ephesians 6:10 uh, to 20 concludes Paul's practical application of Christianity mm. with a famous series of metaphors so here he describes armor of god so paul is using the allegory of roman soldiers basic equipment mm. to show how the components of christianity work together as we strive to serve god so this text plainly implies that all our life we shall be in danger of sudden assaults true it does uh, you know it does contemplate victory in the evil day but it also contemplates that after we have withstood Okay. we have still to stand and be ready for another attack tomorrow ah. so our life here is and must still be a continual warfare so regarding righteousness our righteousness begins with the understanding that we are not pleasing to god because of our sin so isaiah 64:6 says we have all become like one who is unclean and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment So Jesus freely offers us justification and his righteousness when we experience his saving grace. Mm. Without Jesus, God cannot accept us. So we are still filthy rats. And it's important to receive Jesus's righteousness. Mm-hmm. After then, it's up to us to keep working by desiring uh holiness above all else and pursuing a Christ-like character. So I would suggest uh during this time tough times that we are all going through the uncertainties that we have as we do not know what uh 2022 unfolds before us yes. we can seek his presence mm. so everything and anything we do we can you know seek god's presence uh we need to walk in the spirit mm. uh, as we all are aware of the the gifts of the spirit yes. so we need to uh, always place god in our friend Uh, and we need to invite wisdom so wisdom uh, i would say it involves a deeper knowledge of god and his ways and a better understanding of right and wrong mm-hmm. and the confidence to respond to others from a place of love we need to be generous mm-hmm. the world today that we live in is you know it's all you you live for yourself you live for your family mm-hmm. and the other is left out So we need to be generous and above all the gospel says don't give up. Pursuing righteousness is an ongoing journey. I agree. So we need to encourage ourselves daily in the Lord by keeping our eyes fixed on him, reading the word, praying and asking for wisdom 
and making purposeful efforts to walk in the spirit my next question is actually related to the story of mary and martha as well in this verse we also speak about the gospel of peace and in your personal opinion do you think acts of good work are more important equivalent or less important than having the knowledge of the gospel so uh, is essentially acting um acting doing the acts of good works versus just having knowledge of the gospel of peace what do you think about that uh, good acts uh, do not always come easy mm. and to give best of oneself over freely to the love of god and his plan for us in jesus christ requires constant effort and work a big step in living a life of virtue is committing oneself to the christian dis- discipline of prayer discernment studying of god's word acts of charity and participation in sacraments mm-hmm. and at the end of the day the gospels are very clear that salvation requires both faith and good works okay even john which sometimes seems to say that faith is all we need teaches the necessity of good works as well mm-hmm. so for me acts of good works and knowing the gospel goes hand in hand so uh, we need to know the gospel of peace which will eventually lead us into good works. Mm. And James 3:0 be read faith without work is dead. So for me as far as I'm concerned in my personal opinion you know the gospel the good acts will definitely come out. So it's like the gospel is a sort of guiding path definitely to yes. show you the way on how you can act and behave. I see. This portion also mentions these three characteristics. truth righteousness and gospel of peace so how have each of these characteristics come through in your life do you have any personal sh- stories to share okay truth here uh, it refers to god's truth as revealed in his word or the truthfulness and integrity of the believer mm. i believe that it refers to both and it is not necessary to separate them and i okay. i've already said the armor is metaphor for jesus christ mm-hmm. he is a truth and he is our righteousness So if we put on Christ as truth then surely we will live as truthful people. Mm. So if we put on Christ as our righteousness it is inconceivable that we would live in sin. Oh. Okay. And as you know the book of Ephesians is structured on the idea that objective truth of our position in Christ is the foundation for practical righteousness. Chapters 1 through 3 set forth what God did for us. and uh, when he saved us and placed us in Christ and chapters 4 5 6 then spell out how we must live in the light of these truths so the foundation of truth is the gospel which centers in Jesus who is the embodiment of truth and as a result of our being new creatures in Jesus Christ through the gospel we are to be truthful people so putting on the belt of truth as the passage mentions involves being ready for battle against the enemy by guarding ourselves with the truth of gospel and being truthful people mm. but then we need to answer the question what is righteousness mm. so righteousness is that attribute by which god's nature is seen to be eternally perfect standard of what is right so for us to be righteous is to be without guilt mm. or moral culpability before god so it also means to conform to god's standard of holiness to his moral commandments it is you know righteousness is to be pure just as jesus is pure 
That's what we read in 1 John chapter 3, verse 3. And it involves not just our outward behavior, but also being pure in our thoughts and in our attitudes. Mm. And uh, towards the end, the gospel of peace. So the gospel of the peace is a message that Jesus gave to those who trusted him. John 14, 27, Romans 10, 15 have references. So it comes with the assurance from God that we are his children and nothing can snatch us out of his hands. It outlines clearly what is required to become a child of God. Any other message for me is a false gospel. Mm -hmm. To put it like this, a victorious soldier had to be prepared for battle. He had to have studied his enemy's strategy, be confident in his own strategy and have his feet firmly planted so that he could hold his ground when the attacks came. Mm. A soldier's battle shoes were studded with nails or spikes to help him keep oh. his balance in combat. I see. If, if he lost his footing and went down, it wouldn't matter how great the rest of his armor was. They may mm. have so when we are ready with the gospel of peace, we live with the understanding that we are continually under attack from Satan. But 2 Timothy 4-2 says to preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Okay. So in addition to standing our ground, shoes are also for moving. Mm -hmm. So the gospel of peace, it has to be moved. God expects us to go on the offensive and take the gospel of peace to others. Mm. So 1 Peter 3.15 says, Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. So sharing our faith is one of the best ways to maintain our own sure footing. God knows that when we are active in speaking of him to others, we not only charge into Satan's territory, but we dig our shoes more deeply into truth and we will be much harder to dislodge. When we have studied to show ourselves approved unto God, we are ready to stand firm in the gospel of peace, no matter what enemy brings against us. So that's truth, righteousness and peace for me. Okay, and in all that you have mentioned, like for example, righteousness being pure, uh, gospel of peace being able to put it into action, um, what are maybe some ways in which you would suggest to us and our listeners to develop these characteristics, like maybe um, small methods that you yeah. would suggest? Uh, Cheryl, uh, thank you for this. And uh, I would suggest there are no shortcuts. Oh, okay. When I was uh, preaching the other day on the New Year Eve, mm -hmm. I mentioned about Peter. And we all know that Peter was an overconfident fellow. I would say this. I would say, <laughs> I would say that. Because he always thought that he was very much closer to God, Jesus Christ. And only he knew what Jesus wanted from him. The incident of walking on the water. Mm. Peter has the permission from Jesus Christ. So he steps onto the water and he starts walking. But suddenly... When he took off his gaze of Jesus and he sees the raging water, the sea, he realizes that man cannot walk on water mm. and he starts sinking. So this is the same with all of us. In our spiritual journey, we need to fix our gaze on Jesus. The moment we shift our focus, mm. we, all, we all start to sink. 
So there is no shortcut for this, I would suggest. We need to be careful with the priorities that we have in our life. Uh, we need to prioritize Jesus, God, yes. in everything and every, anything. We need to study the Word of God. Just plainly reading the Word of God would not help us. Mm. We need to study, study we need it. to understand the words, we need to understand what uh, the meaning it had uh, when it was written and how does it speak to me in this current situation. Mm. And definitely prayer and all this together will definitely help us uh, to stand, to be grounded and to defeat the power of Satan. Thank you so much for sharing Achin. So finally, if there's uh, one or two key takeaways you would like our listeners to leave with, is there anything you would like to tell them? Yes. Okay, what I would say is, uh, Paul says, uh, you know, it's only God's strengthening and provision that we can stand our ground against evil. So uh, what I would uh, say is, you know, if we are not clothed in God, we are going to be a spiritual casualty. Yes. So let's try our best to walk in the ways that God has shown us so that we can be we can be useful uh, for his mission for the purpose that he has chosen us and set apart thank you so much thank you Achin. we hope that this sharing session has been insightful and spiritually useful to those who have listened to us do join us again for the next podcast coming up next week thank you so much for joining us bye bye Thank you, Sharia. Thank you so much. All the very best. Thank you.